0: Hey, greetings everyone! Welcome to another episode of the Stare Down. It's our weekly sports talk and real estate podcast. with three guys from around the country talking sports, a little bit of sales at the end. I'm Sean Carpenter in Columbus, Ohio, joined by my regular co-host Bill Risser in Tampa, Florida, St. Pete, Florida, and Todd Meiniger in Cumming, Georgia. Boys, what is going on? Che is off on assignment this week, so we'll be a little light on the basketball chat. But Bill, let's start with you, man. How was your How was your week? I understood you. Um, you, you joined a membership to Disney, is that right? That, that's
1: yeah, that happened this week. yeah, so I have. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're talking about the annual passes,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. So we we did, we we actually bought those about a month ago. Um, and we've made a few trips now. It's it's an hour, 15 minute drive when traffic's perfect, and uh, so yeah, so we didn't go over this weekend, we went last weekend. It's a lot of fun, um, and this and we weekend,
0: did, we, we just talked about it offline. Uh, but why don't you share with the listeners because I know they're all pulling for you. Uh, big, big day on the golf course today, huh?
1: Great day on the golf course. I uh, had my best score ever in Florida. I shot, I had 38 on the front, 38 on the back. That's a beautiful little 76, 14 pars, four bogeys, no penalty strokes, no three putts, no doubles. Just a like really boring ho hum round of golf, if that if that makes sense. Yeah. No, no birdies either. And well, and Nick,
0: Nick, Nick Falda Nick Faldo had arguably one of the best rounds of golf ever when he won the British Open with a right. with eighteen straight pars.
1: Yeah, seventy two. Um, my here is the good part. I was playing with a brand new driver that I'd only hit in a bay, and mm-hmm. I completely switched golf balls and I left the Titleist world. And wow. I, I went to the Strixon soft feel, and I think. Sean, you were saying that uh, that's right. It's ball choice. Yeah, last,
0: last two years.
1: I, I, I was in the store. You know, here's, um, I mean, real quick story. Quick story, Todd. My um, <laughs> driver showed up from Ping. I I I I, had, I purchased this at a auction at the uh, Cristomarco Marco event, and so the driver showed up, and it had a senior shaft in it not regular, right? Because I need a regular shaft now. And so I took it to a store, Golf Galaxy, and said, here's the issue. I don't think this shaft is right. I ordered regular and I showed them all the paperwork and, and they were very cool. Let me hit a bunch of shots off the regular and the, and the senior and the numbers bore out. The regular shaft was better for me. And they swapped it out. They just grabbed a, a club off the rack and um, took mine out and put it in, right? So I got my regular shaft driver. The first three drives were not good, and uh, but after that, that driver worked really well. The golf balls were performed beautifully. They felt good. They sounded good. You know, Sean, you know when you putt yep. putt a low, a low end ball, you feel a big difference. I did not feel any difference, and I'm like, yeah. Th- and it's twenty one ninety nine a dozen, not forty seven
2: ninety nine. You yeah. kidding me? Love it. <laughs> yeah. I and you like, you like, given up on the driver too, right? Uh, oh, that was a while. while. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. I, I, I'm on my. I, I've I've purchased two drivers this year. <laughs> I got to say that quietly Cindy might hear me. Okay. Yeah. So so I'm really happy with the new setup. Look, more than likely next week, it's going to be a smooth little 88, but, uh, but I felt good. I know it's in me now. It's in there somewhere, right?
0: Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Good. Good. Todd, how about you, bud? What's, what's going on up in the ATL? 38 (laughs) plus 38 carry the one.
2: Yes. 76. (laughs) Yeah. I I finally, I finally got that. Good Mm -hmm. job, Bill. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, uh, business as usual here in the ATL schools, wrapping up uh, this this coming week, uh, I'm getting ready for a a winter break. Um, but two really rare and cool things are going on as we speak right now, Sean. I bet you can guess one of them.
0: Uh, football game.
2: Buffalo is playing in a <laughs> Sunday night or Monday night football game, right? For the first so, so
1: how long? How long's it been?
2: I, 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 I couldn't I even heard- tell you.
1: I heard eleven years.
2: Yeah. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> and even more rare and more cool is mom and dad who are born and raised in Buffalo are celebrating their sixty-third wedding anniversary today as we speak.
0: Ah, wow. fantastic! Wow. Yeah. So, awesome. congratulations to our our two most loyal listeners, Joni and Lee. <laughs> 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 Probably have not heard a single show ever, but
2: <laughs> no. But hey, they they uh, they generate a lot of material for me, so that's 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 good. But yeah, really cool. So it's a good day. Um, they're back to the beach. Um, They've been spending some time in Orlando. They're going to be heading back there um, in the next couple days or maybe in the next couple weeks, depending on um, how their schedule lines up. But they're they're back at the beach watching Buffalo and enjoying uh,
0: 63 years. So that's awesome. Sean, what about you? What's going on, buddy? Uh, Guys, for me, it was a good week. I finished my speaking tour, 2019 speaking tour, did my last event of 47 speaking events. Uh, Wow. uh,
1: Good job. Yeah. Yeah. wasn't, Wasn't Wasn't it 35 last year?
0: Uh no, it's fifty-five last year. Oh, I okay, did more last year? Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. more last year. But um, a lot of local stuff last year that was kind of th- so. But you look, I I that super excited. I did Westfield, New Jersey, with George Kraus and uh, Sharon Steele's company. that did the, the um, triple play in Atlantic City, Bill, and it right. was fantastic. My very Never
1: last one. Of, I'd love to go to that maybe next year.
0: My very last session of the, of the of the year was my satisfying the sellers three-hour CE class. Room was set up for seven hundred. They had posted it was from two to five, right? CE, so you got to be in the room by two. Yep, yep. Well, in another place, when they handed out the hard copy programs to the attendees, they had it listed as two thirty to four thirty. Oh. So as you can, as you're kind of maybe guessing, the room was full by about ten till two. Um, I mean, I'm talking full. Like the fire marshal, like the lady was, the security lady was like, "You can't sit on the floor; you have to be in a seat." Long story short, they ended up having to shut down the doors at two o'clock. And basically said, if you're in the room, you're in, but no one else can come in. So people come back from lunch at two twenty to yeah. get in this and they were pissed apparently, you know, but luckily I was in the room. Well, uh, oh,
1: no, but even, even if it had started at two thirty, they were late. Yes. Yeah. Cause yeah. It, full, it was full. Thank God. It wasn't yeah. like they just shut the doors and it wasn't a credit issue, you know? Exactly.
0: Like- yeah. Yeah. Cause they, cause they, they, the, the, the proctor had told me uh, because of the, cause it was their mix up. If people showed up at 10 2 30, they were going to still let them in.
1: Uh, oh, and do and like a two hour, credit, yeah. two hour credit yeah. for them or something. Yeah.
0: But, but it was a great session. Had a great time. Um, had the unlikely flight home from Philadelphia via Tampa. Think about that. Guys <laughs> that Philadelphia to Tampa up to Columbus, but I had a great chance to hang out with our, our good friend, Anthony Malafronte, Bill. And you saw he was, it was a blog worthy couple hour hangout.
1: Yeah. So Super a little, cool.
0: Little tribute. We talked about his mom a lot. And, yeah. uh, I'm really really impressed by that Tampa airport. Uh, Todd, they have an oh. outdoor bar there. Oh yeah, yeah. It's uh, the the Hard Rock Cafe. You can, you're in the main terminal, but you can go outside on this beautiful patio, kind of overlooking the C terminal and uh, the trains going back and forth. And so had a great time. And and uh, Riley came home Friday night. She's home for four weeks. Uh, Ryan heads into exam week. Todd, like your kids, um, so it'll be fun having everybody home, and it'll be when it when it's dining
2: day for uh, Ryan.
0: <laughs> he is uh he is still not sure man we we had brunch with a with Nana today and his Nana and, and my brother Kevin were hammering him hard on his you decisions know. and uh he, he's just he's just not sure one of his buddies just signed uh to play football with Marietta College uh, and another one of his buddies is gonna play baseball for Marietta and I said did he have like a signing day and he said to what I said for football, at Marietta. What he should have done is he should have just filmed a video and had like an Alabama hat, a Clemson hat, an Ohio State hat, and then pick the Marietta hat. You know, yeah, <laughs> beautiful. That's, That's great.
1: great. Yeah.
0: yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna proceed at Marietta. But so who knows, Todd? We're we're kind of waiting to see what the schools might say with some scholarship money and some opportunities. Uh, That's a
2: tough, tough decision. I feel for him.
0: uh, But whatever
2: he decides, will be he'll 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 do great. It'll be the right, right
0: right decision. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, be in a good spot. So as we segue from a talk about a kid who's going to go play golf uh, in college, let's talk golf, guys, because we like to start the stare down each week with any trophies that were passed out. Well, there wasn't a trophy passed out. There was a trophy earned on, Mm. uh, I guess today. It was technically, we watched it yesterday because there were 16 hours, but it happened on Sunday in Australia. Uh, The President's Cup came to a conclusion. And boy, what a a ebb and flow of emotions over the four days of this event. This is a little different than the Ryder Cup because they play four days instead of three days. And they play five matches on the first two days. And then they go four and four on day three, which is the Saturday. And then they go singles, traditional singles. And so... Tiger Woods is the captain Ernie Ells is the captain. Um boy, USA just got their butts thumped in the first first day and the second day they weren't much better. But obviously the 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 thing that Bill you probably noticed in day 1 was, you know, Tiger and JT put, putting up that first win and then it was downhill for the rest of the guys with four four losses.
1: Right. Yeah, so look, it's uh, it was fun to watch. You know where I'm going to go with this, right? Sure. <laughs> yeah. Sure. I mean, it was really fun to watch uh, Tiger over that the course of this uh, event, right? It looked like a guy who was having a great time, that somebody who um, – it just looked like – well, I don't know if it's – what version are we on, Todd? 4.0? 3.0? I'd say at least 0.
2: 3, maybe. At least 3, three maybe. three, around. Yeah, <laughs>
1: maybe 4.0. And uh, The ever-evolving. Right? Yeah, and I heard a lot of that today at the golf course. A lot of people just going, you know what? I, I, I never thought I'd say this, but but I like the guy now. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I want to hear. That's it. Right? <laughs> the, the redemption is almost complete, right? The redemption tour. So yeah, that was it. Was great to see Tiger play so well. Um, and 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 really interesting that you know he made that decision to sit right after the uh, the long first day and to take those uh, second day, I mean, right to take that to take that time off after being uh, undefeated, you know. And so that was interesting. I'd love to get your guys' take on that. The the fact that. I get, I get the, I get it. He's the coach, and he wanted to coach a little bit, captain, and he wanted to get the um, other players in the matches. But it, it, it hadn't had the opportunity of costing him the President's Cup, right? Wouldn't you agree? As we watched, as we watched the singles.
2: So I, I think it showed a couple things, and I think there's something maybe a little deeper. Um, it showed that he trusts his guys, right? He uh-huh. he trusted the the eleven other guys in the squad. Um, he he had gone what two and zero.
0: Um. Yeah, uh, up to was, that point, right? Yeah, he and Justin Thomas right. won four and three easily on day one in the first match out, and then obviously the epic uh, kind of comeback with a huge putt by Justin mm-hmm. Thomas in the foursomes um, match there on day two, mm-hmm. which, yeah. which was which was gonna which was gonna be a route had they somehow lost that match.
2: Um, yeah. So. I'm certainly not a PJ insider, nor are you guys, but you may know better than I do. I've heard, and this may be legend, but it takes him hours to warm up, hours to warm up. And I've heard the number four hours, which seems unbelievable to me. Um, but I think after grinding it out Thursday and Friday, um, he probably decided, I want to be fresh for singles. He knew he was going to lead off and, and, and set the tone um, and, and to play 36 holes, potentially 36 holes, um, he probably said, hey, I got some good guys in the pen. Um, why not give myself rest? He's 40, 42 now, and, and his body requires – and no one knows his body like he is. I mean, yeah. you, and I think, you and I think we know our bodies. Tiger probably knows every muscle and every detail. So he made a decision, and I respect it.
0: Look, Todd, logistically, I think there's a reason why you don't see a lot of captain, player captains, player coaches. It's just there's so much that you're trying to worry about on both sides. And obviously as the captain – in this case, called the coach, called the captain. You know, um, you know, at the end of the year, at the end of the day, your name's going down as a losing captain, or the winning captain. Right? Mm-hmm. And and I just think that uh, on that Saturday round where they play two rounds, right? They play mm-hmm. the four ball in the morning, then they play the foursomes in the afternoon. For Tiger to he knew he wasn't going to play in the morning. For them, for them, him then to go in and insert himself into the afternoon would have meant that he would have had to have. You know, stopped watching his team, started warming up, go to the press conference, pick the players for the afternoon, warm up some more, and, and, and not be able to. You know, now obviously they have vice captains. They had Zach Johnson, they had Steve Stricker, and they have Fred Cullen. Yeah.
2: yeah. And those guys played an even more valuable role, I would think, because of what Tiger was doing, right? They, they, yeah,
1: oh. yeah. And Couples has two or three runs as captain already. So that was a great, you know, choice.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and Strick will be captain, obviously, in in Whistling Straits next next year for the Ryder Cup. So right. great, great choice for him. And um, not sure what it means for Zach Johnson if he'll be, you know, uh, given an opportunity to to earn a captain's team. And there's going to be a lot of players over the next few years that between the Ryder Cup and the Presidents Cup, you can kind of slot them in there and give them their due. Um, I think we know Phil is probably going to get a chance here very shortly. Uh, yep. For for if not both, Tiger Tiger will at some point be the Ryder Cup captain, no doubt about it.
2: Did, uh-huh. did either of your boys before we get into that play? Did either of your boys see um, uh, Phil's tweet uh, yeah, before but, before the start?
1: What did say? So
2: he's in yeah. his um, he's in his family room. He's got literally five <laughs> big screen TV. You know, you have your two TV set up. He's Phil's got five? five. Okay, and yeah. they're they're all at minimum probably fifty five inches, right? <laughs> and he's in a USA onesie sitting on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> oh my and, god. And, and um, Sean, you could probably paraphrase Ben and I what he said. Uh, I don't know if you remember or not. Yeah.
0: But but He's basically uh, like
2: all in USA. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm camped. I'm locked.
0: I'm ready to go. Yeah, he's like eating was, popcorn. It was hilarious. It was hilarious. It was very, it was, it was very much a, a non sour grapes. Uh, you yeah. know, like look, I'm go I'm, USA. I'm not there. And he sent out a very nice congratulations today to the team. Is, uh, is
1: this is this all Phil or does he have a publicist or some sort of a comedy team he, that's helping he was, him out? He's Phil's a funny dude. I think he's got help. Come on, he's. he's I love he's, Phil.
0: No, Bill, I, I remember I he's a when funny he, dude. Before yeah. before it was kind of squashed, but when Dan Patrick um, did his show on a regular yeah. basis, uh, Phil would he call, call in, in. in. Yep. his football picks. Yeah, um, obviously very savvy. Spends a lot of money on gambling, and yeah, it was just a great tweet because he's wearing this literally like a, a evil Knievel jumpsuit onesies, uh, onesie. <laughs> it was like unzipped to his navel, and it was just hilarious. Yeah, yeah.
1: that's great. great. That's yeah. awesome. San so, Diego boy, you know we love we love. That's fun. right.
0: Yeah, right. So look, they go they they come into the weekend down six and a half to three and a half. And as you can imagine, um, the golf public in the United States was like, Oh my God, we're choking. We're going to, we're going to lose. I, you know, count me among those thinking like, wow, we're getting killed. But part of me was saying, this is so good for the, for this, for this event because yeah, the internationals have only won one time. Right. And generally it's a route. Generally it's a route. Yeah. it, Hmm. It was last time at Liberty national. And so, so, you know, a win by the internationals, while it would have been disappointing, would not have been uh, the death of, of anything, you know, obviously the, mm-hmm. the, the you know, but boy, we ha- we we got, to, if there's one thing I'll say, I got to, you got to see some stars from the rest of the world that you really haven't heard of before. Uh, some that you have, obviously, Hatong Lee, uh, Abraham Answer, uh good story there. Adam Scott and Leishman just seemed like they had a weight of the world on their shoulders playing for... Yeah. Australian out of Scott, you know, he's not a young guy, but he played all five matches mm. uh, and, uh, you know, was, you know, did not win them all. Right. Uh, Leishman definitely struggled. Um, Sunjay uh, M, CT Pan, Matsuyama, obviously a, a name that people recognize, but boy, that that four ball on day three, uh, once again, they, they, win, they win two, tie one and U.S. wins one with Justin Thomas and Ricky Fowler, who looked unbeatable.
2: Mm.
0: They put Ricky and Justin out in the afternoon match. So let's just go <laughs> to that one because that was one of the most disappointing. Uh, Sean, I
2: I fell asleep. I'll let you fill in the details. I fell asleep when they're up, uh, what five or six? Yeah, they're uh, up
0: five after ten uh, holes. At the turn, at the turn after ten. Yeah.
2: And so I'm wake up and I go to my score mobile app and I'm like, they're so stupid. They have this wrong. There's no like, <laughs> I literally and it it never popped in my head that they could have uh, have the match. I was like, ah. Oh, They must have the wrong day. They must have the wrong info. And then I'm like, wait a second. And then I go on Twitter, and it's like Ricky and JT give up big lead.
0: Describe what happened in the end because I I missed it. So, Bill, you you were probably asleep, right, Bill? Because I I stayed up to watch it. Yeah, I stayed up till two twenty to watch it. And um, God, they were just rolling. And then it 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 was totally the prevent defense that you see in in sports, right? You prevent yourself from winning. Um, the lag putts were they, they went too they lengthy, went So right? yeah. they went so um so conservative. And, and and let's just talk for a second before as we t- as we tell this like story of this match. Um for a course that has no water, for a course mm. that's pretty flat, um Royal Melbourne, uh, you know, you got to know it after the third day. Yeah. Um, boy, those those green complexes were just wicked. Um Alistair McKenzie, the designer, uh, same designer that designed the course where I play uh at ohio state um th- those greens were so firm bill were you watching those guys you know they were they were so intimidated on any pin on the front or middle of the green yep that they were either leaving it on short or trying to come in off the banks on the sides which were putting i mean you never saw so many people hit bunkers right and then anything that landed in the middle of the green was going to go over
1: yeah well think i mean that was a part three was it 16 that part three with the yeah. red pin
0: I think so, uh, yeah. front
1: pin oh my god just Brutal to watch these guys try to hit that shot, right? And then know that if they hit it just a, a foot or two past the hole, it was going to be all the way to the back.
0: Yeah, and it right. was. I mean, it, it wasn't just on tee shots. I mean, approach shots and chip yeah, shots, everything. I mean, the, yeah, the chip shots and 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 to the point, Todd. Back to the Ricky and Justin collapse. They were just missing every green on the super super safe side, and leaving. And when you're when it's alternate shot and Bill's played it before, Ooh. it's a really difficult format. You know, you could have three or four holes in a row where you don't chip the ball or have a lag putt. You're right. just doing that, you, you know. And as it turned out, I mean, you know, once again, these are the best players in the world, but um, they just could not. I think they were so afraid because you don't want to run it past eight feet and leave your opponent a comeback of eight footer. But you also don't want to leave them leave it short ten feet and, and leave this putt. And they they ended up bogeying 16 and 17, and then going into 18. Paul Azinger was now doing the, the commentary for, for, for uh, Golf Channel s- slash NBC. And they get on the tee, and answer. I think, hits first and stripes it up the middle. And Azinger says, this fairway is the largest on the course. It's like 45 yards wide. There's really no way you can miss this fairway. <laughs> Does Ricky <laughs> and go or, or JT? Which
2: JT, one? JT. And JT
0: pounds it 40 yards off the fairway underneath this, like, Koala tree. I mean, it was, it was, and as soon as you hit it, tied and the camera's following it and you see it just bouncing. It's, it's they, not even, there's no, there's no, there's no <laughs> even gallery even near this ball and they show it just going underneath this tree. And I'm not talking like under a tree, like we that you would draw as a kid. I'm talking about this, this branch that's coming up and like, you know, Ricky had to pretty much be on his knees to hit it sideways out of there. They're stymied
2: if you will. Right. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then,
0: and then obviously, so, so they hit it past the, the, the drive, of the Americans leashman, Hits a you know little eight iron or nine iron like twelve feet from the hole, so pretty much j t. now has to stick it close to give themselves a chance to par just to hope that the you know the internationals don't make the birdie, and he hits it you know fifty feet past. it was just a just an epic epic collapse. but did you see so, see Justin Thomas's Instagram picture today? Mm-mm. There's a picture of him and Ricky standing on chairs, holding the cup. It says, "Remember that time I we were five up and <laughs> lost it." And it says, "Yeah, I don't, I don't remember it either."
2: <laughs> well, hey, so yeah.
0: one thing, one thing. Hats off. I didn't hear anything
2: or anything about Ricky, but JT was very verbal when he said, "Hey, it's inexcusable." Um, players like Ricky and I, you know, can't blow the lead. He was not shying away that uh, from the from the moment how epically bad they were. Um, so I, I kind of like that. You know, he wasn't making excuses. He just said, "You know, no excuses. We blew it." Uh, but we there's more golf to play. So, yep. um, and I think JT, did JT win his singles and Ricky, I think, tied, but the, by the time it came no, to J, Ricky, no, really JT, lost. JT lost. JT
0: lost. JT lost
2: as well. Yep. 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 Who did he lose to again? He lost to um, Cameron
0: Smith.
1: Yeah, Cameron oh, Smith, He played very right. well. Another Aussie, right? Yeah. He did
2: play very well. Yeah, yeah. Young yeah.
1: Aussie, who's going to be a force, I
0: think. Yeah, he'll be a an name you'll hear quite a yeah. bit. He'll I don't think up.
2: JT played bad singles. I think he just lost. Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. didn't play great, but yeah. Anyway.
0: Look, it's hard hard to say. I think losing Jason Day uh, was a huge loss for the Internationals. Um, a player who who has stood up against all these guys, and you know, um, you know, but I think the star of the match was Abraham Answer. I mean, this guy was unbelievable. His putter was was lights out. Let's quickly look at the singles. Well, uh, let let's, let's just
1: talk about putting really fast as we yeah. go there. I I know it's, it feels like this human highlight reel, right? When you watch, um, it happens at every Ryder Cup and pretty much every President's Cup, but do you ever, it's crazy how many 50 foot bombs go in, Yeah. you know, it's just that there were probably 10 or 12, you know, putts over 50 feet that went in in this, this four day event. It's just really fun. And I know it's, you see every shot it's, I'm sure that happens at a PGA tour event with 150 players, but this is 24 players, 24 of the best in the world.
0: Yeah. It's, and it's a, and, and, it's and just the greens amazing. run as quick as they were. Oh yeah. Um, some of the some of you know oh. some of the ones you saw were like back of the uh, cup. You know. Oh yeah.
1: Or he, slamming into the stick with a little chip and just dropping. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Uh, anyway, it's just a thought.
0: Yeah. So singles matches, Tiger. You know, the captain makes the decision to put himself out first. Obviously, some strategy there so he can finish his match and then be on the course with his guys. Um, he also and,
1: and share some knowledge he might have picked up along mm. the way. Right. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
0: I I think that had a lot to do with that. I think that was a nice uh, savvy Mm -hmm. move by the veteran. And also, you know, um, I'm not sure, because the way they they were showing the press conference on uh, Friday night when we were watching, which was Saturday's matches in Australia, but when Tiger did the picks for the afternoon, they alternate who picks first. And they say, you know, Americans, you pick. And so I'm not sure if Abraham answer was the first name said or if Americans had the first choice, and Tiger said, "I'm, I'm going first. And then L's had to pick which which line he was going to throw into the
2: you know so we're we're, we're talking about the evolution of tiger but he's still the old tiger in a little way right because the story came out that abraham answer i guess a month ago said hey if i'm playing singles i'd love to play tiger i want to play tiger you know wow. i want for that challenge so afterwards they asked tiger about his match and he goes Hey, I guess Abe got what he wanted, right? Oh, he knew Tiger knew. Yeah, he just—he he, he definitely
1: reads the newspapers. Well, <laughs> he, he reads the clippings. He's
2: one of the great golf needlers, right? He just, yeah. you know, kind of likes to, yeah. you know. And I'm sure, I'm sure they had a pleasant exchange after the match. But he, when asked the question, he
0: wanted to remind everyone that hey, he wanted this and he got it, right? Yeah.
1: So that's cool.
0: <laughs> awesome. Um, Hideki Matsuyama and Tony Finau. Hideki was four up in that match. Ooh. And once again, good, good on Finau, a rising star who I think we're all going to, you know, expect to see more from, uh, in his career. Uh, He, he battles back to have that match. Yeah. Um, Patrick Reed, uh, let's just talk for a little bit about, uh, Bill's second favorite player. Um, (laughs) Patrick Reed comes into the match with controversy, uh, after, uh, removing sand with his club behind, a. One, that's
1: one thing you can call up. Go ahead.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know. You know, he's <laughs> cheating. Yeah. Okay. And, um, the, the Aussie fans didn't let him down uh, the <laughs> entire time. Uh, I think Patrick made a horrible decision to, to, after he made a putt to make the the shoveling move, um, yep. almost to bring on more heckling, which brought on more heckling, which led to his caddy being kind of unwelcomed on Sunday. Yep. Uh, into an altercation <laughs> with a fan. Uh, still, I don't think any, I don't know if any video has been released of it, uh, but he, you know, the guy was just relentless on heckling his guy. He was loyal. He he got the Patrick's back and he pushed the guy. There was some sort of shoving altercation.
1: We'll call it a kerfuffle.
0: Yeah. Yes, okay. exactly. <laughs> um, but but Reed, Reed jumps out on that final Sunday. He wins six of the first seven holes, Bill. Yeah. Um, I did not see. Uh, did he birdie every oh. hole or did he just? No, he did everything right.
1: He, I think he had um five or six birdies in that run. he was on fire yeah
2: and, and and in hole seven and eight he missed like barely yeah. missed yeah. like he had
0: fifteen footers that like skimmed the edge and
2: yeah it was he was in, he was incredible yeah
0: uh d j wins four and three uh, Adam Hadwin, Bryson DeChambeau tie after Bryson just hits a horrible shot on the approach into the bunker on uh seventeen um Jung m beats Gary Woodland.
1: Um, yeah, Gary Woodland had a rough day on the green, a rough week on the greens. Not yeah. just couldn't putt, just couldn't make
0: anything. He, yeah, he really did. Um, Cantley wins. Uh, Xander Shoffley beats Adam Scott. Webb Simpson wins a big one, and it, it looked like at one point Webb might uh, right. Webb Webb Webb's win assured a tie at least because you have to. Uh, fifteen was a tie, and and uh, Internationals need 15 and fifteen and a half to to win it. Uh, remember, they years ago they. They made it where if it was 15-15, it's a tie, not a – Share the cup, yeah. They they share the cup versus usually you have to get 15-and-a-half to to claim it. Yeah, Um, As we talked about, uh, Justin Thomas uh, loses again. He was three up early in that match, and he ends up losing two and one. Uh, And then the last two matches, Kuchar makes a putt on 17 uh, to assure themselves the have, which basically then clinched the cup. And then Leishman (laughs) and Fowler ended up tying in the last as well. Yeah, Yeah, it was a
1: very uneventful final putt. You know what I mean? The, yeah. the the putt to win it was what is it four feet and or six feet and it wasn't there wasn't a whole lot of action. Obviously, we were in Australia, right? Not in the states, but it was very quiet and felt kind of anticlimactic.
2: climatic yeah. So I I remember was it the '98 Ryder Cup, um, hmm. the year where um,
1: people came running on the green. Justin yeah, Leonard well, made the yeah. putt.
2: And Crenshaw, we won like 10, 10 of the goals, We just stormed the one.
1: Well, we were down 10-6 going into the singles.
2: Yes, yes. Yeah. So I remember vividly that um, Stuart, uh, yeah, Payne, right? Stuart Payne? Payne Stewart. Payne Stewart. God, terrible. Payne Stewart, I should remember his name. Um, <laughs> he was the anchor match, right? And he ended up conceding. He just told the guy on 17, he's like, you can have the match.
0: Yeah, yeah Colin, I, Colin Montgomery was his. I, I yeah.
2: would have loved it. I felt bad for Leash and Ricky, and I know Ricky's probably you don't want to just give up a match, but I, part of me was like, just say hey, good good match, let's go lift the trophy. But I don't know. I mean, as golfers, are you just competitive to the end? Or yeah, you want?
1: I mean, the stats count, I guess, in some way, shape, and form. But you know, but I think if you do that, it's it's. I think most people that know the game are going to re- remember. The fact that oh one of those losses was a concession, you know, just right. to, kinda, to kind of to kind of you know let Leishman have a win. He's an Australian, let him have his thing. It would have been a great thing to do, but
2: but, you know. but after after Kucher uh, high fived everyone on seventeen and he yeah. walked eighteen, from that next like twenty five thirty five minutes were just painful. It was, it was painful waiting to get you to the go. champagne. <laughs> yeah, the champagne
1: and the celebration.
2: Yeah, and those those boys went dry all week too. Um, it
1: wasn't that painful for some of us because some of us went right to sleep. Yeah, well, after Kutcher you. made his putt, yeah.
0: I got you. <laughs> yep. So uh, the next event, Bill, if you can believe it, is a couple weeks away. Uh, the Century Tournament of Champions, always a fun yeah. one to watch from Kapalua. More uh, primetime
1: jam- golf for us uh, yeah. East Coasters. Yeah.
0: Yes, you got it. January 2nd through 5th, we get to watch a uh, really fun course. I've played the course. It is, it is one of the hilliest up-and-down courses. Have you played it, Bill?
1: No, you're talking Kapalua, right? No. Oh
0: my god, it's so cool. And
1: I, I played everything on Oahu, but never any. Haven't been to any other
0: island yet. From the uh, from the 17th green <laughs> or from the 17th tee down to the 18th green is like a uh, 450 foot drop. <laughs> 45
1: stories. Yeah, e. <laughs> 45 yeah. story building. Yeah. So it's well, a, that, they, those that those shots on those second shots on 16, 17. Are so much fun to watch because they just yeah. sling out these big draws and run them down that that yep. runway onto the green. Yeah,
0: it's <laughs> it, cool. It's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, so excited for that. And um, my my player of the week goes to Bill Risser for his great seventy six. <laughs> uh. <laughs> thank
1: you, thank you very much. Did I tell all you right. that? I did uh, no double bogeys and no three putts? Did I tell you that? Yeah, you did. Oh, okay, you did. no, but no birdies. Okay, all right.
0: Good. Yes way um way. NBA Shay's <laughs> Shay's not with us so let's just touch on the NBA really quick a couple things I want to talk about uh first of all your leaders in the east Milwaukee with a four game lead over Philadelphia, Miami and Boston uh out west Lakers with a four game lead over the Clippers, Dallas and then uh both six games back Denver and Houston so uh all um you know a nice lineup there one one no uh, one piece of note Luka Doncic um he might be out for two weeks. He suffered a sprained ankle today as he landed on a player in Miami. Um, but what I want to talk about with Luca, uh, seems like his name's been coming up almost more than LeBron. Um, he's he's he recorded his second career 40 point triple double uh this week. And they showed a list of players who have had who's he has more than now. And it was literally like the basketball hall of fame. <laughs> um, uh the number of people that have had zero or one. Forty-point triple doubles was, you know, a who's who of of you know Magic Johnson, um, mm. Dominique Wilkins, you know all these guys that have had you know zero or one Shaq, um, which is crazy to think of. Uh, it was it was just a just what this kid's doing is really 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 cool. Did you guys see anything else in the NBA that stood out to you this week?
1: No, they, it was fun to see the Heat and the uh, Lakers go at it Friday night. Uh, being in being here in Florida, it was uh, there was a ton of buzz about that game. It was and kind he, of a
0: playoff like atmosphere. Wasn't yeah,
1: it? and he got kind of jobbed. The uh, I guess the NBA's come out and said, "Yeah, we missed a couple calls there in the last six seconds." <laughs> that's always that's always a bad thing. Um, but but man, you know the Lakers are for for a guy who's never really been a Laker fan because you grew up in San Diego, you're just conditioned to hate all things L.A.
0: Yeah,
1: they. Uh, uh, who's going to stop them? who who's yeah. going to stop them in the playoffs, especially when LeBron gets all arrested up
0: when they've got their,
1: you know, massive lead going into the last month of the season. It's going to be, well, it's going to be, it's going to be fun to watch.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, NHL very quickly. Here's your leaders, Boston, Washington, St. Louis and Bill. Who's, who's leading out West.
1: Would that be the golden Knights? No, oh, who I don't even know. who
0: Arizona they're. Coyotes, get are you ah, kidding me? <laughs> I swear to god,
1: no way. Well, hold on now. Wait, I'm checking you, I'm going on my
2: app. Look first. at the points. Are they, they, are, are they
0: Phoenix Coyotes or, or no, it's they're back to Arizona Coyotes now? No, yeah. Okay, yep, they are 45 wow. points. that's yeah, amazing. Isn't that, isn't that a, they, uh, they had
1: a great run about l- l- 10 years surges. ago? 10 years ago, they they um, uh, the the uh, Kings beat them in the uh, Western Conference yep. Finals. Um, in a really contested match. But uh
0: listen, they, wow. they that the, you know, one of the I think eight cities in the country that have all four major league sports teams there in Phoenix. Yeah. Um, for a while they had four pretty bad teams. Um right. and now, no, Diamondbacks are serviceable. One a world one World Series, uh, the the Cardinals on the come right now they're they yep. I think on the on Kyler the rise. Murray's
1: having uh, having yeah. fun. Yep, Edwards learning a lot.
0: Right Cleveland mm-hmm. which we'll talk about. And um you got the the Suns who are dreadful for a few years Mm -hmm. coming out of it. And and with the Coyote, look, I was shocked too when I looked at the standings today. I was like, wow. (laughs) Wow,
1: I'm looking right at it. You're right. (laughs)
0: Interesting. Uh, NCAA basketball, guys. Uh, Louisville this week becomes the fourth number one team to lose. They lose to Texas Tech on their home floor. Um, Michigan State, Kentucky, Duke, and now Louisville. Uh, So it looks like Kansas is going to slide into that uh, number one position who, number, who wants to be there. I know. Right? right. Um, number two, Ohio state in one poll, number three and another, um, Ohio state got drilled tonight or they were getting drilled tonight by Minnesota. I'm pretty sure that game's over by now. Um, they were down 18 points or so. So they're going to, they're going to drop from the, to the ranks of the unbeaten Maryland. Number four loses to Penn state this week, Michigan loses to Oregon this week. Um, so I think what you're going to see is you're going to see Kansas move up to number one. Um, and then probably Gonzaga and Duke slide all the way up. Uh, Louisville will probably drop to, I'm going to guess four. Ohio State is going to drop. Um, but Gonzaga looking strong. And listen, guys, Gonzaga. If you look at their schedule, they they go pretty hardcore uh, Mountain West or whatever division they're in. Um, whack. Uh, they play a lot of you know the, the St. Marys and the Pacifics. So I think they're going to continue to stretch out their their record. Um,
1: did, you, did you did you mention the North Carolina game today?
0: Yeah, well, they lost to Winthrop. Wofford, Wofford. Yeah, Wofford. To Wofford. wow! And, and,
1: and Minnesota did win by 13 over Ohio State.
0: Yeah, wow. so Wofford, Wofford beats, beats Carolina in Carolina. Uh, Cole oh. Anthony did not play; uh, he's out for an undisclosed amount of time. So
1: Carolina was is, was ranked 17th going into that game. Do they fall out of the top 20? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Top 25
0: in a row, right? Wow. Yeah. I think I think people are going to realize that they they don't have a very good team. Well, they don't uh, have enough. They mentioned
1: Anthony. how hurt they were, right? But yeah, um, so yeah, they're.
0: Very injured. Um, but they're, they're, they're at a point now in their season where if they can't win some early ACC games, Bill, they, they're going to be you know, NIT. fighting to make mm. the tournament. Yeah,
1: Right, right. It's going to um, be interesting.
0: Yeah, for sure. And, uh, you know, because Virginia and Duke aren't going anywhere. And no. obviously there's, there's a few other teams in the ACC that will, will step up and challenge. But, look, Kansas, I just made note. Um, so Kansas is going to probably slide into that number one position. And they their next game at NOVA, at Villanova, um, you know you give a you give a crowd a reason to cheer for you mm-hmm. know against Kansas, but then to beat them as number one, and then they play at Stanford, and then they open up their Big Twelve um, play And the second game of the year. They go to to hit, uh, the Hilton, uh, Iowa State uh, to play the Cyclones. So always a tough place to play there. So we'll see. Keep your eye on college basketball. We'll start focusing on a little more as we head into the here's a a great
1: upcoming match on the uh, 18th this game it's a north carolina at gonzaga
0: Ooh, yeah (laughs) that'll be a that'll be a blowout (laughs) wow yep i saw that one uh guys let's talk heisman uh i don't know if you i I watched joe burrow's acceptance speech in its entirety uh pretty solid acceptance speech for for not having a prepared speech he obviously had some notes he wanted to talk about but did you guys have, have a chance to either watch it or or see the replay? You I know,
1: just I saw, saw the results.
2: I just saw when he was uh, he got emotional talking to Coach O. Um, so the hu- the human side of Joey Burrows, right?
0: Yeah, he got he got emotional a couple times, and a couple things he said I thought that were really uh, poignant. Obviously, the very first thing he did uh, when he when he composed, he, you know, he got up there and he said, "I just want to start by saying," and then he broke down. You know, the crowd all clapped, and all the you know the the Heisman Trophy winners are standing behind him, Spur and you know, uh, you see Warfel and Tebow and all the all the greats up there, and um, and, and <laughs> Gator great.
2: It, I was going to say,
1: yo, there's no others. Eddie, <laughs> nope. <bro>. Nope.
0: Nope. <laughs> Georgia. Ohio State. Guy, yeah, going, George, Ohio Marcus Georgia. Allen was there. <laughs> so, yeah. But anyway, so uh, so he he starts Johnny, with Johnny
1: linemen. Manziel was either. He, he starts
0: with his offensive linemen, including his tight ends, uh, which is very cool. He he went through a, a litany of his coaches, including some of his coaches at Ohio State. Um, he did not mention Edward Meyer, but he talked about the strength coach, Mickey Mirati, Todd, who we know from from Florida days. Um, he specifically mentioned, you know, J- Justin Fields and Chase and Jalen. Um, but it was really cool when he got to talk about Coach O. And it was funny. He talked about, you know, uh, he's never had more jambalaya or more gumbo and crawfish in his life. Um, but he said, you know, for, for Coach O to – Trust him, you know, a three-year non-starter at another school to come in and give him the keys to the program, and trust him. Uh, you know, he goes, he goes. I hope they give him a lifetime contract at LSU. Yeah, and it was it was really cool, uh, cool moment. Look, here's the uh, here's the kind of the questionable thing with. It. There's either too many voters in the Heisman, uh, or some of them don't take it seriously. He was he was. He was on ninety five point five percent of the ballots, which means four point five percent of the ballots did not even include Joe Burrow's name on it. Um, yeah. It was the widest margin in history, uh, most number one votes, or largest gap between first and second. Um, you know, I saw how in some of the ballots, up, How many ballots was he on f- as number one? Uh, I didn't see. I haven't Norway? seen that yet. Okay. All yeah, right. I haven't seen that yet. I just saw like in the in the the upper upper numbers, but in a story I saw on uh, Twitter today. In reference to the, the people not voting for him, I guess when Tebow uh, didn't win in 2008, the year that he had a better year than his sophomore year when he came in second, he, um, he wasn't even he, 124 people didn't put him on their ballot, not even first, second, or third, um, which mm-hmm. just seems crazy. So I think they got to, you know, once again, I, I don't know what they do, how they look at it. Chase Young finished fourth. Um, why, why do you have open ballots, is my question, right? Why isn't
2: there a Heisman committee that said these are our four finalists and then everyone can vote? vote one, them. two, three, four. Yeah, yeah. Rank
0: them, yeah. yeah well, unfortunately, yeah. they they invite the people based on the votes.
1: Yeah,
2: true. You know? Gotcha. It's a system issue. I got. Well, you. Still, yeah. you yeah. could
1: you could say here's we you you get to choose from these twelve players, and you got to rank all twelve. That's kind of what you're thinking, Todd. And yeah, this yeah. way, he's on. Everyone's on every ballot, and you just have guys that would throw Burrow at twelve because they just don't like LSU. Yeah. For no reason.
0: Well, you know, it's like in the coaches' poll. You know, the old story that every year to start the year. Uh, Spurrier would give Duke a vote um, in his thing because he used to. Top Because they, yeah. they, they gave him, a chance. You know, they gave yeah. him his first coaching job. Yep. Um, so there's always the biases, but um, look, I good candidates. I think um, I saw on Twitter, ESPN made the, the goof when they when they spotlighted Justin Fields. They said Georgia starting quarterback. Uh, mm. <laughs> he was he was never the Georgia starting quarterback. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, Jalen Hurts. Kudos to him. Uh, he finishes second. Justin Fields, third, and Chase Young, fourth. Uh, so we'll see what happens You know, there's, um, there's a long list of Heisman Trophy winners that have gone on to do nothing in the NFL. I think Joe Burrow clearly has a spot, uh, probably on the Cincinnati Bengals. Mm. Uh, but oh, that's one other thing, <laughs> one, one other thing uh, Burrow mentioned, you know, coming out of Athens, Ohio. He referenced, you know, he goes, there's a lot of, you know, it's a, one of the larger uh, poverty level, you know, um, uh, parts of the state. And he says, you know, for all those high school kids that are, you know, going home hungry, uh, not having enough to eat, you know, um, battling, uh, you know, living in substandard housing. He goes, "There's a chance that you guys could be sitting here someday too." Um, now, I don't know that he came from a, a, a low-income family, but it, you know, his point was, you know, in that area where he came from, uh, it was it was not good. So, kudos to him. We, we'll talk bowl game. Uh, we 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 just scheduled for our listeners. We just scheduled our. Stare down bowl picks we're going to do later this week. We'll get Shea on with us, and we'll go through all the bowls and pick that, have that out to you before the weekend. But, guys, let's finish up talking about NFL. Uh, Want to just go through today's match, today's games, uh, and just kind of you guys tell me where you want to to spotlight. Uh, Both your teams uh, (coughs) were able to win this week. Bill, why don't we start with yours, Uh, the Buccaneers.
1: Oh, you mean the uh, Cardinals beating you the Cleveland Browns <laughs> of Ohio? Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, uh, look, Jameis Winston looked great today. I He looked – it was – ew, Jekyll and Hyde, here we go. Three touchdowns, uh, you know, effortless. And this is – he loses um, Godwin. Evans is already out. He loses Godwin in the early in the second half and still ends up finding either Cameron Brait or O.J. Howard or Perriman And he had a great day. So – Look, I mean, look, they're, they're, they're seven and seven. <laughs> I would have never um, projected that going forward. And, and yeah. it, Arians is, you know, his stuff is starting to hold, starting to stick with... Uh, look at, with look at Winston's
0: numbers again. 458. What was he last week? 466 or it's four... Unbelievable.
1: Unbelievable, yeah.
0: Four yeah, TDs, he only, only the, one interception. Yeah,
1: he held the okay. turnovers way down today. You know, it was huge. Yeah. But 458. Uh, and the Lions aren't that good a team, look. They've got three wins, I think. So, mm. uh, yeah, so... It was uh, it was a great win, great win for taught,
0: the Bucks. Todd, a big uh, a big win for your Falcons and a a kind of an upset, obviously a huge upset.
1: Kind of an upset, but, mm.
0: but the uh, the finish there with a couple reviews. Mm. Uh, I didn't see it. The game, it wasn't our featured game here in, in Columbus. Columbus. So why don't you walk me through? I saw the replay of the kind of a Dallas Baker like catch at the end there, right? Uh, catch it didn't look like it was a goal.
1: Or, Julio Jones, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. So. Um,
2: the first one, uh, who's the tight end? Bill Hooper for uh, the yeah. Falcons. Yeah, he he made a circus catch. Um, the ball did touch the ground. It looked like he maintained the grip on the ball, and as he rolled over, um, it bobbled. But then he secured the 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 the, the, uh, the catch. So the rule must be, if it ever touches the ground, it can't bobble after that. Um, right. I I don't know what the rule was, but the the. The guy they pay um, to sit and watch the game, the official, (laughs) he was kind of split. He's like, well, I can see if they call it this way because he's got a firm grip on it.
0: So anyway, that went
2: against him. But luckily for the Falcons, um, Julio Jones caught the ball on the goal line, um, and the ball clearly broke the plane. Um,
1: Clearly in replay, but not clearly. In replay, you're
2: correct.
1: I I, I was like, yeah, he didn't get in.
2: Me too. Live, yeah. I didn't think he got in either. Because the way right. the camera was, yep. it looked like he came down on the one. Yep. And then they said, you're you're correct, Bill. They should replay and the ball clearly broke the plane. So yep. um as much as I despise replay, I guess it went in went in my favor. <laughs> it won uh won a game about, for the
1: Falcons today. A- absolutely.
2: It really did, right? Yeah. Um so so yeah, good uh gosh. I think um I think uh uh the old head ball coach Dan Quinn is is um is trying to keep his job for the Falcons. I mean, they're five and nine, I believe. Yeah. They're five and nine. And, and it's the age old, um, it's just, just an off season because you paid Julio and Matt Ryan all this money. Um, are you going to put it together next year? Or if we replace you, we got to start over and, and who are we going to get to to be better? So, um, Arthur I have a tough decision to make at the end of the year, um, especially if he keeps winning the last two games.
1: Right. And bad bad news for the Niners, man. Number one seed, and uh, yeah, and that, that's just to, to lose they at fa- home. They fall
0: to the wild card, yeah.
1: Yeah, and uh, Seattle takes the uh, top spot, and with two weeks left, they can draw their own destiny as far as –
0: Yeah, and Seattle doesn't just take the top spot in the, conference, in the division. They take the top spot in the conference. Yeah,
2: they've, they've got home field, field advantage
0: in a, in a very difficult place to play.
2: Yep. Uh, so think about yeah. San Francisco's three losses. Uh, two last play field goals, uh, one in overtime, and then – Falcons wasn't the last play of the game, but it, it, it pretty much uh you know decided it with one second left. So yeah. yeah. Three tough losses for those forty ers
0: Yeah, for sure. Um Patriots win big. Uh Packers, Bears. Did you guys see the end of that game? I did. Yeah. <laughs> you
2: know
0: Todd did, as they're making the the passing and passing and passing Laterals, laterals, laterals. It, goes, laterals, it, it, it laterals. goes from Trubisky to uh to a lineman, I think, or maybe the tight end. And he's, as he's getting tackled, he kind of just – he has nothing to do but kind of fumble the ball. to hope. Mm-hmm. And the two the two receivers just stood there. If, if you watch the replay, just watch number 16 and number 27, and they stand there like waiting for the ball to bounce to their hands, and they're mad at the guy for not pitching him the ball. And if he would have made a good pitch, I think they would have scored. Mm. still, still would have had to get a two-point conversion. Two-point conversion, yeah. yeah. But if you watch the play, I'm like, what are you well, doing? He, You're just, Well,
1: he, he has to throw it. Remember, he has to throw it backwards, <clears throat> and then it's kicked by one of the Packers, I think. Right. Yeah, so right. it's, it's bouncing right towards those guys, and they're like inside
0: the five. They just stood there. Just like pick it like up. dive yeah. trying dive on it or pick it up or do something, yeah. but it's like they didn't want to get hit. Uh the Texans win. Um that was a big game, obviously, for their division. Uh Texans win over over the Titans. Mm-hmm. Chiefs destroy the Broncos, Giants and Eli's probably last home start. Uh not probably his last home start. Got a nice round of applause. Uh, he wins the game. Eagles with the uh big, the last
1: big comeback for the Eagles mm. they had to big, win com-
0: that game. big comeback um as we talked about the Seahawks uh Jaguars spoil the Raiders um playoff run and they're pretty much in their, a playoff opportunity and their last and
2: game in Oakland
0: their last,
1: last game in, in the uh the the last
2: dual them,
0: right?
1: the last dual purpose stadium in the country is yes. about to say bye bye so
0: yep. right. uh, we talked about the Cardinals uh winning and um Vikings win big, and then the Cowboys. Bill, I just want to. Whoa. So, I, you know, in our fantasy league, I'm st- we're still playing, but we're not in the playoffs, right? So I'm playing against Jay Thompson, right? Mm-hmm. And Jay Thompson's running back goes for thirty point thirty. Saquon Barkley gets thirty points.
1: Right? Yeah, that's t- yeah.
0: My two running backs get more than that. <laughs> so his Saquon Barkley had thirty point three zero.
1: Yeah.
0: Ezekiel Elliott gets thirty one. <laughs> And and luckily, I had Kenyon Drake with his four touchdowns. I get 39.6 out of Kenyon Drake. Wow. Yeah, so we had three of our four running backs over 30 points.
1: What's the score in your game right now?
0: uh, I'm 119 to Jay's 109.
1: So wait a minute. You have two running backs that totaled nearly 70 points, and you have a total of 119? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Curtis Samuel got 16. I think,
1: I think there's an issue there, Sean. That's that well, might be why you're in the consolation rounds.
0: Oh, of course. Of course. Okay. Yeah. Right, but right. Baker Mayfield, uh, you know, the interceptions didn't help today. The Cleveland Browns defense uh, getting beat. And, you know, but so, yeah.
1: So, um, in order to just bore everyone, put them all to sleep, let's talk fantasy a little bit longer. Um, <laughs> because <but>, <laughs> i tell you what, fantasy
2: right? Fantasy what, Bill? Can you clarify? Please? Fantasy football. Oh. Football. Uh, so, okay,
1: go ahead. So I'm in the semifinals playing Ryan Bocross. and. Ooh. He's done with a score of ninety-eight point nine. I still have a player tomorrow night, and I'm sitting on hundred and forty-six. <laughs> so wow! I'll be playing. The party,
2: party's over.
1: I'll be playing in the championship next week.
0: Yeah. So did you have Jameis?
1: No. Um, let me give you a, how my team broke down. So uh, Deshaun Watson, nothing fancy, around seventeen. But Chubb, twenty-three. Mark Ingram, twenty-three. Hopkins, seventeen. Um, and t- AJ Brown, I picked up with the Titans this week, twenty-five points. 114 yards, a touchdown, eight catches. The Tampa Bay defense, 17. R- Robbie Gould, Gould of San Francisco, 12. It's just, it was just right. one of those great weeks. So um, I play. I don't, you know, I know you know this guy. The Philly team beads. Do you know who this guy? Yeah. is?
0: yeah, Chris Beadling.
1: Yeah, so that's who I'm playing for the uh, final for the championship.
0: And is he a Lamar Jackson?
1: Uh, he has Lamar Jackson, uh, Alvin Kamara. Um, Edelman, uh, Mark Andrews, he's got some great players. So, but I beat him earlier this year. We'll
0: yeah. see what happens. And who's your other quarterback besides? Uh, uh,
1: it's Kyler Murray. But okay. but I'll, I'll start to I'll start to Sean. So yeah, yeah. okay.
0: yeah good. Um, so yeah. NFL, and then we got one game tomorrow night. We got the Saints and the Coats. Um, yep, should be a should be a fun one.
1: Big, really big game for both of them. Yeah, it is because the the Saints are kind of hovering there. If there's any kind of stubble by the Seahawks, they can go back. They can. Kind of jump in that one slot still.
0: That's right. So, that's right. Yeah. So and uh let me just quickly pull up the schedule for next week and see which marquee matchups we're going to see next week in week sixteen. um
1: Oh, there's. We well, first
0: of all you got Eagles Cowboys.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think that that'll be,
0: that, that little that, one. That little one. I think that's going to be flex till Sunday night, right?
1: It has to. It has to. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's um. Raven right Mar- now. Mar- I don't Mar-
1: want, I, no, I think um. I heard you know that it's going to be Buck and Aikman covering that. They were talking about it.
0: It's oh, really? Chief,
2: which makes it's
0: sense. Bears right now. It yeah, Chiefs Bears out. right now. So, right. Um, looking ahead at the, um, now remember we start going to the Saturday games this week too. So yeah, we got three Saturday games: Houston, oh, Tampa yeah. Bay. Um, so, Bill, that's a probably a good start for Houston because Tampa Bay defense is not fantastic, and that well, you they're know, decent though. They're decent. Yeah, and but, uh, Arizona plays who? Arizona plays at Seattle. So yeah, you probably want to start uh, <laughs> Deshaun.
1: Thanks for uh, that advice. Yeah,
0: big, big game. <laughs> Is this collusion? Is this collusion? <laughs> on, big big afternoon game on Saturday. Uh, Buffalo at oh New England. Oh boy, could be, could be really big if Buffalo wins tonight, right? Yeah, yeah. If Buffalo wins tonight. Uh, that, that game becomes really really big, and then the could Rams. Can you imagine 49. the
1: Bills winning the East?
0: That'd Can be wonderful, it,
1: Todd. Can you imagine I, that?
0: I can't. I don't so
2: think I, so. <laughs> <laughs> At some point, I can't believe happen. it. I can imagine and, and, that. I can't believe which which
1: which Rams team will show up in San Francisco next week?
0: Exactly, oh, wow. exactly. I
1: mean, they're yeah. not. They're out of the playoffs. They're not going to make it. I know they're in the hunt. They're done.
0: Yeah. Remember how bad we
2: were talking about uh, Detroit was? Right. Right. Um, never mind. Um, I I mixed up. I was just going to say Arizona looks great today. They play the Browns. So I forgot. I thought they played the Rams, yeah. but Arizona and Detroit tied, and they're both three eight one going into that today. And Arizona looked great against Cleveland, and uh, Detroit's just awful. But yeah. anyway, for some reason I thought they played the Rams. Yep.
0: Baltimore at Cleveland, so that's just a little, little, little grudge match. But obviously, we'll see how uh, Baltimore. You know, they're they're that's a, that's always a grudge match, right? Because yeah, old, it is. Yeah. I mean, the the old, the old team. Uh, New Orleans, Tennessee, interesting one because Tennessee's. Probably in a must-win situation in that, and they'll yeah, know they were on
1: fire till they got shut down by the Texans. Yeah,
0: and they'll know, you know, for somehow if Houston stumbles against Tampa Bay on Saturday, then that becomes a must-win. Well, everything's must-win for them now. I mean, they have yeah. to win, but uh, win they'll, they'll 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 know.
1: Um, don't forget that Bengals Dolphins match Bengals
0: Dolphins does that, have something,
1: does that um, have something to do with first pick? Um, Lions
0: oh, Broncos hello oh. you, know, I was, I was, I was, you don't see you don't see very often in the ESPN thing where it says tickets as low as but for that game it's $22 oh, uh, man. which isn't which isn't as low as the New York J- Giants at Washington Redskins at $14 Oh, <laughs> not
1: on. so no and, the Bengals the Bengals you know their they're magic number is one because um, they're one in 13 and then they're three teams at three and 11. So their magic number for the first pick is one.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Which is funny because they've only won one game. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Um, Dallas, Philadelphia, huge uh, afternoon game. Uh, And then the night game, Kansas City, Chicago um, with Kansas City, obviously sitting pretty in their division, right? Uh, They've already clinched their division. And a good Monday night game, too, right? Good, a good Monday night game. Yeah, um, I believe uh, Minnesota is still in that sixth spot. Is that right? Because they they won big today over the Chargers.
1: Yeah, they're so, in still. They're in.
0: They're ten yeah. and four. Yeah,
2: as a wild yeah, card. So,
0: um, so, and and Green Bay is what uh, eleven and three.
2: Eleven and three.
0: Okay, so that that could be um, oh, yeah. division won.
2: implications, right? It's
1: yeah, in so Minnesota. The, so that'll be uh, that'll be fun to watch.
0: They have clinched the They've clinched a wild card, at least. Um, the Green Bay has. Um, but they've not clinched the division yet, so that one would be a a big one. Um, and is it Green Bay at Minnesota, right? Minnesota yep. six and zero. Six, Minnesota six and zero at home. Um, so big one there. But two and two in the division. So uh, Green Minnesota's going to have to to win their next two. All right, guys, let's uh, let's call it a night, and let's talk to any any soccer of note. That you want to bring up?
2: Uh, just Liverpool's uh, because. Because uh, the in the relegation zone, Norwich City um, team tied Le- Leicester City. Uh, Liverpool is now ten points clear of Jeez. second place. So they're they could lose three games in a row and still be a point um, in theory a point up. So yeah, they're they're cruising along. So uh, they got uh, Champions League games coming. They got the the Super Cup, which I'm not even sure what it is. Um, it's in Qatar either on Tuesday or Wednesday. So I'll do a little research in that, but, um, no, nope, everything's just plugging along. So in the
0: EPL, pick up your guitar and play just like, you have that's today. right. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. So Todd, start us off, man. What do you got coming up this week as we near the end of the year at the end of the decade? So currently,
2: uh, Buffalo just scored seven, nothing bills mm-hmm. live on your, on your TV. So, Did Um, they they happen
0: to throw a pass to Josh Brown? Did you see?
2: No, Josh Allen ran it in on a little QB sweep. Oh, perfect.
0: Yeah. Um, So no, just, just finish strong.
2: Um, I know the year isn't over, but for all intents and purposes, Christmas week and the following new year's week will be probably really slow. So uh, this is the last, uh, last chance to grind it out and um, try to make it, try to make a difference. So just trying to finish strong, having a great year. and uh, just, again, trying to finish strong and dot all my I's and cross all my T's and, and get ready for 2020.
0: Awesome. Bill, what do you got coming up, man?
1: So, uh, this week on the Real Estate Sessions podcast, I I stay local with Michelle Herndon, uh, who's okay. uh, Ben Kinney, uh, part of the Ben Kinney operation nationwide, right? She runs the Ben Kinney team here in uh, Tampa. And Anthony hooked me up with her. So, that's it's a really good episode. She's right bright lady, a Florida native. Um, so, that was a lot of fun. Um, and I make my final road trip of the year to Titusville and Merritt Island
0: nice.
1: <laughs> on uh, Thursday and Friday. And then, uh, then I'm off for the following week. I, I, I traditionally take the 23rd off through the end of the year because nobody wants to mm-hmm. you know, nobody wants to do a class and nobody wants sure. to. Really, it's just a shutdown time. And it lets me kind of, you know, I'm, I'm working on a, um, have you read Seven Levels of Communication, Sean?
0: Michael Marr, Michael yeah. Mayer, yeah.
1: Yep. So I saw him speak last uh, week in yeah, Orlando. Good. Really good. He's, he's a, he's a good old boy from Kansas, you know, just a down to earth kind of guy. And, um, he has some great ideas and I'm going to craft a workshop based on his, um, seven levels of communication pyramid, you know, the importance. And, and to be honest, I mean, you're already doing some of it, right? The handwritten oh, notes yeah. are right there. And, um, so it's, uh, that's going to be my kind of my vacation kind of, you know, thought think it's just time to think about how that's going to look, how that's going to work with a room full of people. Um, you know, because my stuff is not yours is, um, um, well you do a little bit of everything, but when you do you, most of your national speaking is kind of to a room full of people, you share your ideas, but this is for me as I like, try to sit with a group of eight or 10, right? Mm. Yeah. yeah. How more, you going to More more people. workshop. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause that, you know, think, I, think. I gotta, yeah. I gotta get direct results into our operation. Yeah. So it's, it's a little different. So.
2: Hey Bill, check your, uh, check your, uh, East Coast uh, Atlas map, if you will. I think you're real close to where mom and dad are in Melbourne. Melbourne Yeah,
1: I've been through Melbourne a couple of times on this trip. So I will be at the reunion in 2020.
2: Okay. (laughs) I, I
1: I, I will be at the Mininger reunion.
2: Oh, oh yeah, boy. Yeah. You may never be the same, sir. I know. <laughs> I want to ride a bike. I
1: want to ride a bike and I want to go by the bushes. That, that oh, That's two totally
2: different Todd, things. Todd Meyer. Oh, you're no. talking, you're talking oh. St. George Island brew fest. Totally oh damn it. Different.
1: That's Apalachicola. <laughs> yeah. All, right. yes. All right.
2: We'll talk, we'll talk off air.
1: All right. Good.
0: That's awesome. <laughs> How about you, Sean? So I have, uh, our office Christmas party tomorrow night. Uh, but you know, a full week bill for me, uh, in town is, uh, you know, hopefully get five days in a row with the gym. Uh, I got a couple of meetings. Let's say, looking at my schedule. I meet with my manager to do my business plan on Wednesday, uh, which I, I reached out to her. Uh, you know, she's someone that I grew up in the business with. Uh, she's now our branch manager. And I said, Hey, would you mind sitting down with me? And I think she was kind of humbled and said, yeah, I'd love to, man. Cause you know, there's someone who goes around the country and talks about it, but I, I really want to kind of get a little more brass tacks about getting some more real estate business in my thing. We'll do our our bowl podcast on Thursday night, which will be fun. We'll get, I'll get some special beers, uh, for that. And we'll, uh, mm. talk. and then, um, and then I guess I should probably start Christmas shopping here sometime soon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, I have, I'm going to send you a spreadsheet tonight that is spectacular for a business plan. Okay. So it's a, just give him a shout out. It's a grant Finley Shiraz of parkbench.com out of Canada. Okay. And it is, um, it is by far from the the best i 've ever seen laid out in an Excel spreadsheet if you just try if you can just put in your transactions from this year in in the first tab of this spreadsheet and watch how it just analyzes where your business came from and all that stuff right because cool. it forces you to choose and then it it really helps you with your goal setting and what sort of business you 're going to go after it 's just it can be complex because it it values your time and when you put values on your time that 's a scary looking number right because yeah. if you 're you're spending 200 hours a year on something and your time is worth a hundred dollars an hour. That's a big number. And it's, it's, yeah, it's not, it's not dollars out of your pocket, but it's time. Right. So it's very interesting. I'll send it to you. I love your feedback.
0: Obviously, obviously for me, one of the, one of my big focuses bill is be more listing focused. Cause when I travel, I can, you know, if I can have four listings at a time, I can still work my listings. Whereas I can't show houses when I'm on the road. Right.
1: right. You can do Um, anything from the road with a listing.
0: Yeah. Especially
1: with someone back at the office that can handle some of the, you know, exactly,
0: some yeah. of the drop-offs and the keys yeah, and things like easy. that. But yeah. um, you know, I, I I put in my in my day planner, my hard copy. You know, the little green tabs are speaking gigs already, oh, wow. up and so, already yeah, lined up. Already
1: lined up, nice. Yeah,
0: so that's kind of fun. And uh, just just booked one last week in uh, South Dakota. So was that I,
1: was that a paper product? You just flashed at the screen. That's like it your, is yes. old school. Yes. Look at that,
0: and and look yeah. at this mechanical pencil. Yes.
1: What is that? What are you talking about? What is this thing you speak of?
2: The pencil. A pencil pencil there's love. no paperless sean in 2020 I'm at my stand-up
1: desk right now Sean uh, for my little studio and, and there's no
0: paper
2: near you
1: no paper no pen no pencil anywhere there's a computer though right in front of me so
0: okay love it man
1: all right
2: I, I I like to lean towards uh what you do bill but I do like to physically write a list like a to-do list like that's the one thing to me typing it on a, a, a iPhone note isn't the same okay so I haven't gotten there yet here's my I've challenge
1: take take do that. Write it down. Type it. I mm-hmm. mean, write it out because it is. there's something about it sticking when you write stuff down. Mm-hmm. But once you're done taking the notes, put it in, put it in, someplace. Take a picture of it. Put it in your notes or put it in Evernote or put it in OneNote. After you're done, take a, take a picture of it and mm-hmm. store it someplace. So you've always got it. That's all. That's I mean, that's yeah. my take on that. I think I love the fact that people handwrite notes. And like when I meet somebody for the first time, um, I don't bring an iPad or a I don't bring my MacBook when I'm meeting somebody the first time. I bring a, a moleskin notebook. Yeah. And I take notes when I'm talking to them. Right. Yeah. And, and my computer's in my bag behind me if we got to pull it open for something. But I think there's a um, level of um, communication and respect that happens. Because look, you you know, if I'm taking notes on my laptop, there's a forty percent chance I'm answering an email instead of writing a note about you.
2: Notification comes <laughs> up, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, right.
1: Anyway, it's just a thought, but I, I think that's cool. So,
0: all right, well, guys, we'll talk Thursday. So brush up on your bowl knowledge. Make sure you're you're aware of the Alcorn States and the Georgia Techs and the Bill.
2: What's your Venmo address? I'll
0: just send you.
1: <laughs> no risk or Gmail for anybody listening. <laughs> <laughs> Drop it in there and I'll give you a shout out.
0: Hey, Shade's going to be joining us. And so on behalf of Todd and Bill, I'm Sean Carpenter. As always, guys, thanks for listening to The Staredown.